according to the power that now works within us. Amen? Hallelujah. So today we can expect anything. So today you can expect God to do great things. Hallelujah. I know that some say that, you know, they wish they were born this time and that time. And I understand history of the church and the kingdom of God. But I tell you today that the church's days are just the finest hours are just ahead of us. Amen. Amen. Yes. There is a significant shift that is taking place. We're going to see the goodness of God in our land. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's give him a good praise right here today. Amen. You might be seated in the presence of the Lord today. Hallelujah. Thank you, worship team, leading us into the presence of God today. Don't know if I told give the media team an, a um, scripture today, but they can just pick one. <laughs> or we can go to Acts two. Hallelujah. Praise God. you know we have been in some unique times and not only the body of Christ but our entire nation and world and we've seen a lot of things shift overnight you know it don't take a whole lot of time for things to change nations have crumbled overnight Circumstances shift in a short period of time. And we have to know the times and the seasons that we're in. Amen. And know that where we're at and where we are in the spirit. And so I want to go today to Acts chapter 2, verse number 1. The Bible says, in the day of Pentecost was fully come. They were all in one of place and one accord. Amen. And then it tells us that because of their unity that something began to happen. That there came a sound from heaven as a mighty rushing wind. It filled all the house where they were sitting with cloven tongues of fire and it set upon all of them and they all received the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the ability or the utterance. The church a few years ago, especially in particular the Pentecostal church, abandoned the gift of the Spirit because they got embarrassed about the tongues. There's never been an issue with miracles. There's never been an issue with signs and wonders. There's never been an issue with power and with authority. Everybody wants that, right? But the issue, people have gotten caught up on 
the Holy Spirit because they say it's weird for a person to speak in another language that they don't know. Well, first of all, we are serving a supernatural God and not a natural God. And so if you can figure it out with your psychic in your own mind, then, that, then it's probably just in the, the realm of the natural. But there is a supernatural release and some people say, well, do I have to speak in tongues? No, you get to. Amen. And I want to say to you today, and I just say that up to the front because of people, a lot of people say, well, I get nervous and get scared about all that. The Holy Spirit, it, when he comes, there's nothing to be nervous about. There's nothing to be fearful of. I would be more f fearful going to work <laughs> where all them demons are running around than I am to be in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Come on, somebody. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, those cray crays. It ain't all, they ain't all just dumb. They got a devil. Amen. But on the day of Pentecost, I've been talking to you just as there is a sound in the natural to everything that has power, there is a sound in the spirit to that which has power. We talked, I guess, maybe I've done lost count, maybe five, six weeks now. The, the uh, electric chainsaw has some power it has an ability to or a battery chainsaw it has the ability to cut through some things but if you have a mighty oak tree then you want to have you a gas chainsaw <clears throat> because the gas chainsaw is much louder but it also has much more power amen you we talked about the vehicles you know we got we the, the thing today is green or whatever in economy and I understand all of that but but I'm not interested in no electric car amen I'll pay the gas bill but I'm not going to let no tractor trailer pass me coming up sandstone mountain in a little electric vehicle that is embarrassing amen but greater than a gas vehicle is a diesel motor that has power. Not only does it have power to move more quickly these days, but it also has the ability to pull a heavy load. <clears throat> but then you have jet fuel. And jet fuel, whenever we think of an airport, then you have to put those workers out there have to put earmuffs on because of the sound. Is so loud, but it, the motors are so powerful that they can take up tons of weight that seemingly, in my mind anyways, should not be able to fly. But because of the power that is in them, it can, it can not only cause them to fly, but can cause them to break the sound barrier. Amen. And so it is in the spirit. A church that is quiet and has no praise will not be known for power. Amen. Let us stand now together. Let us.
quietly and reverently reflect on the goodness of God. Well, that ought to mess you up right there. Because if you reflect on the goodness of God, you can't keep quiet. Think about how good God has been to you. Think about where you were when he found you. And how he brought you out of a horrible pit and lifted you up and set you upon a firm foundation and established your coming in and your going out. And you will have to break your silence. Amen. That's the reason why I couldn't ever go and fit in in a quiet church because I, I don't think that I'm that loud. I wish I could yell as loud as some folks can. But I, I, I am going to praise God for his goodness. Amen. A church that is filled with people who understand their place in the kingdom, that you have been made the righteousness of God and that you are seated together in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, then you will understand the power of unity. You will understand the power of unity. And that's the reason the enemy fights us so hard on unity. He doesn't care if we get together and have concerts. He doesn't care if we get together and even have preacher after preacher lined up. He doesn't care if we fill auditoriums, sanctuaries, or even football fields. As long as we don't come together in unity. Because you see where unity is, there's a commanded blessing. And I believe that that's the reason why. There's a lot of things that the writers could say in the scriptures but do not say. But I believe it was important enough that they were in one accord on Pentecost. That they were in unity at Pentecost. That, that, that unity that they came into, they came into a new power that they knew nothing about. Amen. And the enemy fights us all to keep us apart. So the enemy knows that when you're unified, all things become possible. Amen. The enemy, enemy tries to distract us to divide us. Amen. And make no mistake about it today. And I'll try to be as politically correct as I possibly can. But y'all know I'm not good at that. And really don't care to be but make no mistake about what we are dealing with today is not just a virus I know that the virus is real and I also know according to statistics that it has a 99.6 survival rate but yet it shut down our nation and our world I know that people have lost their lives, and I'm sorry for that. Are you hearing me? But it is not about the virus. It's about a spirit of fear that has been released upon this nation. Where people are scared to go out of their houses. They're fearful uh, to, to, to come in contact with somebody else. They're, they're fearful and they're so afraid. It's not about the virus. It's about the spirit that is connected to the virus. Because you see, with every virus and every sickness, infirmity, or disease, there is a spirit attached to it. There is a spirit of cancer. There is a spirit of blood pressure. There is a spirit of diabetes. Amen. 
And that spirit has come to, to connect and to try to overcome us and overtake us. Now, what this, what this is, is I know in the natural it is one thing, but in the spirit it has come to divide us. Do we stay in our house or do we go out? Huh? Do you wear a mask or do you not wear a mask? Huh? Are you fearful? Are you afraid? Or are you don't pay no attention to it? We, we, we have all of this division that's going on. And now it's interesting to me that, that overnight COVID-19 disappeared. You don't hear about that on TV the last couple of days because now we've got a racial divide. Huh? And I, I, and I know that there's a lot of people and they say they ought to speak up, but I don't even feel qualified to speak to that situation because I, and, and, but I do know this. I do know that racism is from the pits of hell. And I do know that we are one blood through and by the blood of Jesus Christ. And even though I don't feel qualified, yes. Even though I don't feel qualified to speak to the issue, I do know the cure to racism. And that is the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The power of the Holy Spirit. It is the only place in the world where that people can come together of back, different backgrounds and different descents of Asian and African American and, and white folks and black folks and Latina folks and speak different languages and not even know the language or the dialect but come into the same room and not have a war, not have a battle but they begin to worship God and even, you don't even have to understand the music, you just hear the sound and you can begin to sing along because it is unity it is one accord where we come together and we worship our God but the enemy always comes to divide us and to distract us and if you're not unified then we will remain powerless if we're not unified we'll remain powerless when we were on our 21-day fast back in January, as we do custom for many uh, years, and we was on that 21-day fast, and, and I, I got one word in 21 days. You know, some preachers, they get a whole year series. They, they get all of these things. I get one word. And the staff can tell you, I told them, I said, all I come out of this with was one word spontaneous huh spontaneous now in my own mind that that sounds dumb to me because I'm not a spontaneous person huh and from but but I heard it in the spirit and it wouldn't get out of my spirit it just said spontaneous spontaneous and so I didn't know, I began to think about what we was going to do spontaneous. Well, was we going to have a revival spontaneous? Was we going to do this spontaneous? Was we going to have a different service spontaneous? I, I was saying, well, how, what can I do to be spontaneous? Well, bless God, March come around and I found out how to be spontaneous. <laughs> Amen. I knew, understood then what the Spirit was saying back in January. 
to prepare to be spontaneous and to be learned to just the flow, right? It wasn't that we don't have a plan. It's just that we were spontaneous in what we were doing. And you know, before all of this happened, I, I heard a, a thing. I heard in my spirit three months. Three months. And I, it was so urgent that morning that I preached that message. I had had it for several weeks, and, and, but it was urgent on that morning that I speak that. And so I thought, well, what in the world is in three months? And you that were here, you, it may just be a way of memory, but I, I told you that when I've looked from that date uh, till three months, it landed on today, which is Pentecost. Yeah. Amen. Then we go into lockdown, right? We go into lockdown. I'm showing you in the natural, none of this makes sense. We go, I hear the word of the Lord three months and prepare a people for in three months he's going to do a thing. And, and, and then we go into lockdown. I say, my God, how am I going to prepare a people when we're on lockdown, right? But that lockdown took us into Passover, and we had a literal Passover. You remember what Passover is. They, they had to go into their house, right? They had to stay in their house. They had to feed their family and take care of their family in their house. And they had to eat the lamb. Amen? And so we, we experienced a literal Passover where that we were forced to stay in our houses and now we come to what leads us to this day. And so I heard the Spirit say yesterday morning as I was praying that if we had a literal Passover, then we can now expect a literal Pentecost. <laughs> Pentecost was nothing boring. It wasn't quiet. This generation is looking for a show. Huh? Now, I'm not against the lights. I'm not against the sound. I'm not against the smoke or whatever. I'm not even against skinny jeans. If that makes you preach better, put them on, baby. Amen. But after... The show, there's got to have some power. Amen. And this generation is looking for a show. And the Spirit spoke to me a couple of years ago and said, the less power the church has, the more performance is needed. The less power we have, the more performance is needed. But Pentecost was a sight and sound show that captured the attention of the entire region. It, was, it wasn't boring. It wasn't just, you know, going into a place and going through the motions of all of these things. But it was a, a, a time when the sound of heaven invaded the earth. They were in one place, in one accord. Amen. They had to stay in that place. If you will, they were on lockdown. Come on, somebody. They were on lockdown by the Spirit, not by the government, but by the Spirit. And they were on lockdown, and, but when they came out of lockdown, they came out with something they didn't have. 
And I want to say to you today, in the natural, but also in the spirit, it, don't let this go. Don't allow what we have gone through. Don't allow this COVID-19 and this racial divide and trouble in the smokescreen to divide us. But let us come out of this lockdown in the power of the spirit. Let us know the goodness of God. Let us know God greater than we've ever known him before. Let us experience something in our lives that we have never experienced before. Where that we say yes in, in 2020 was a bad situation at the beginning of the year. But at the end of the year, we have the power of God like we never had power before. We've seen signs and wonders and miracles. We've seen the goodness of God in the earth. There was a release in the spirit realm that we had never experienced before. This generation, for the most part, if I would have you raise your hands, most people today even have been faithful to the church, have not seen one single miracle. But it's time for that to change. It's time for there to be a shift in the spirit where that we see the goodness of God performing signs and wonders and miracles. It should be normal to see abnormal things happen in the house of God. We have to stay in our place in one accord and in a spirit of unity. <laughs> and when they came into one place in one accord, the Bible said heaven invaded the earth. Are you, would, or would you like for heaven to invade your earth? There came a sound from heaven as likened to a mighty rushing wind. It filled all the house where they were sitting. People today find themselves in a lot of different situations that they cannot fix. But there came a sound from heaven. A wind, a rushing wind. It wasn't a weak wind. It wasn't a gentle breeze. It was mighty. It was powerful. And it blew in, and when it blew in, air means breath, right? Holy Spirit, it's, it's air, it's breath. And so the Holy Spirit, the wind came and it blew breath into the people. Because they were flangering. They were this new, new founded church, even though they were doing what they were supposed to be doing and they were going where they were supposed to be going, they were doing everything they knew to do. But at the same time, there was no, the Bible does not indicate that there were no results. There was no significant, there was no miracles. Jesus is now going back to heaven. They're, they're, they're concerned because they're confused. And, and the only thing Jesus told them is to go to the upper room and tarry there until you be endued for power on high. And then this man that they gave up, everything to follow is gone. Can you see that? But then they went to the upper room and and. There wasn't just 120 that went there. There was 120 that remained there. Amen. And they were weary. They were tired. They were confused. They didn't know what was going on in their lives. And when that sound came from heaven, it blew life into them. 
It blew strength into them. It cleared their minds that they could understand a thing. Huh? They, that church came out of that lockdown and they have the power because air was pumped into them. Breath was pumped into them. And people today find themselves in situations that they cannot fix. And there's no solution for it. This uh, spiritual pollution that are in the lives of people today. Drug addiction. Alcoholism. Troubled marriages. Porn addiction. Sexual immorality. Amen. And the rushing wind of the Holy Spirit will come and blow these addictions out of your life. This wind doesn't just blow things out of your life. It will blow things into your life. It'll blow out sin. It'll blow out rebellion. It'll blow out all kinds of moral sin, whatever you want to label it or whatever. you. Even people say, you know what, I, I'm over this. I've got victory over this. I'll never go back. Only to find themselves six months later doing the same thing they promised themselves they would never do again. How is that? It's because we need the fresh wind of the Holy Spirit. We cannot do it on our own. We cannot conquer it on our own. But when the wind of the Holy Spirit begins to blow into our life, He will bring the breath of God inside of us and blow out everything the enemy has tried to hold us hostage with. But it doesn't leave us empty, but it blows in to us the love, the joy, the peace, the gentleness, long-suffering the power, the boldness, the authority of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Jesus had left his disciples in charge and they were flangering. They was not being able to get anything. They was not having any results. But now the Father sends the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, and he begins to breathe life and power into them in the earth. You see, I, I, I honor and respect the people of the scriptures. I honor and respect Jesus. I honor and respect the disciples. But they were like men just as we are. Without the Holy Spirit, old Peter had a cussing problem. It's true. Without the Holy Spirit, he couldn't even testify in the face of a little teenager girl. But with the Holy Spirit, he stood up and preached the first message after Pentecost in front of a whole region and said, these men are not drunken as ye suppose, seeing it's but the third hour of the day, but this is that spoken of by the prophet Joel, that in the last days I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters will prophesy, your young men shall see visions, your old men shall dream dreams. There was a boldness that came up in old Peter where he quit cussing and started preaching. Amen. I want to tell you today that the power of the Holy Spirit will cause us to rise up and have authority to declare the goodness of God in our lives. Amen. Without the Holy Spirit, Peter and John gave the crippled man money. 
Huh? Now you can't, you can't make me believe that this was the first time that Peter and John went to the temple for the hour of prayer. They had been doing that regularly because they were disciples of Christ. But he got excited because he, he began to, to expect. He said when he seen them, they expected to receive something from them. So they regularly gave to him what they had, right? Are we in agreement? They were, he was looking to get another meal. He was looking to get something to sustain him for the rest of the afternoon. But with, with, that was all they had to give before Pentecost. But the day after Pentecost, they go into the hour of prayer and they go by the man that is expecting to receive something from them. And old Pete looks at him and says, silver and gold we don't have today, but we do have what you need. Amen. And he said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. He took him by the right hand, the sign of authority, and he raised him up amen and the bible said that it took him a few months but he wobbled in the house of god no 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 <laughs> he said immediately he leaped to his feet and he went running and leaping into the house of the lord glory to god I want to tell you today that he, whenever they gave him the power of the Holy Spirit, it changed the directory of his life. He would never have to beg another day of his life. He wouldn't have to come sit there another day in his life. He didn't have to look for somebody else to carry him around. But he now had the ability to go and to do and to be everything that God wanted him to be. I want to tell you today that you may be sitting on the sidelines of life crippled by all the things the enemy has brought against you but I've come today in the power of the Holy Spirit to break every yoke and remove every burden and say let my people go and let the goodness of God be a reality in your life today come on and give him praise If you are a part of the kingdom of God, and that I mean you have accepted Jesus as your Savior and your Lord, the gift of the Holy Spirit is for you. The only thing that qualifies you is being saved. You don't have to get good enough. Some people say, well, if I, got, I just got to get this and I got to get this and I got to get cleaned up. Well, the reason why you're so dirty is because you can't. The reason that you keep dealing with the same things over and over, you need the Holy Spirit to be able to break that cycle in your life. Amen. And so what qualifies me, you know, you, I know that some people say, well, you got you to gotta do this and you got to do that. And I understand you, you can't live with the Holy Spirit, live in, you know, a world life. But once you receive the Holy Spirit, it'll give you power over the worldly life. Amen. So all you have to do is accept the gift. It's real easy. When you hear the sound, you just speak or say the sound. Give voice to the sound. It's easy. The Holy Spirit told me 
about today not to preach a message but to release a sound. When the Holy Spirit came, the people came out of lockdown in the power of the Spirit. They spoke with boldness. They shared the good news of what God had done. Amen? They shared the good news of what God had done. God's been good to us. Amen? God's been good to us. And I'm going to, in the spirit of what I feel the Lord has said, told me to do today, I want to, to just tell you that we have had miracles during lockdown. Amen. Because nothing can stop the church. Thank God for the buildings. Amen. But, the, but, 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 but in the beginning of the church, they would burn the building down. But the church kept growing. Pharaoh kept oppressing God's people, but the kingdom kept growing. The more oppression actually that was upon it, it seems that in oppression, in times of oppression is when the church, the kingdom thrives. And in lockdown, we've had some miracles, and I want to share them with you today just to encourage your faith. Amen. Sister Mary over here, she's back with us today. She took a terrible fall outside here, right? Over here with one of the grandchildren, if I understand, and, and uh, took a terrible fall and had a terrible break. And, uh, you know, she went to the doctors and the doctors helped her with that. But what I understand is that, that, that it just accelerated healing. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. So for those that are watching by way of video today or online, Sister Mary just testified that her heal, the healing of her broken bones was accelerated and what they thought would take us quite some time. She walked out of the doctor's office, amen, without a boot, without anything. God's good, amen? Amen. amen. Glory to God. Now, a couple of weeks ago, we had uh, something happen here that maybe not everybody knew even happened. And uh, but Sister Tina uh, here was come and told me, I think it was three, was it three weeks ago now? Day? Yeah, two, all right. So two weeks ago, uh, little Abby, y'all know Abby? She isn't here today or I'd have her come up here so you could see her. But little Abby is 11 years old. And while we were in worship two weeks ago, Little Abby, 11 years old, received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. That's how easy it is. Amen. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to labor for it. You don't have to be, you make yourself good enough by doing this, that, and the other. You just have to surrender to the Holy Spirit. 
and Holy Spirit will give you the sound. And that sound, if you yield yourself to the sound, release the sound, that sound will flow out of you. Amen. So that's a couple of healing, or one healing miracle, one um, baptism of the Holy Spirit. And then uh, I'm going to tell about James here. James, uh, he told me, one time he had, um, he bought him a coffee. I don't know why he bought a coffee for, but he bought a coffee and said he had 23 cents left after he bought the coffee. And the next day he had $500 in his account. And then the Lord, you know, he, he owed a bill of $12,500. I didn't say $12. I said $12,500. Amen. And he goes and checks on it one day, and now he owes nothing. These things have happened during lockdown. Amen? I said these things have happened during lockdown. When we're supposed to be gripped by fear, when we're supposed to be overcome by the anxiety of the world, God is still at work, and he's doing a thing among his people amen praise God and then uh, most of you know about Kaylee right and Kaylee's seen a miracle I don't know if she's seen it or not but her family did <laughs> amen and how that God worked in that situation and uh, I'm a, I know that uh, Kaylee may not remember a whole lot of it and things but I'm gonna ask Chris if he'll come for a minute and just share a couple of things uh, because he knows it more intimate than I do. And so just put you on the spot. Uh, so it was March 26th, 11.16 p.m. My phone rang. Uh, as soon as I seen the number, I knew something was wrong. It was Kaylee's neighbor. Uh, she said Kaylee was found unconscious, unresponsive. I immediately go, told him to call 911, and I'll, I'll try to be short about it, but uh, you try to prepare yourself for something like that, you know, what you're, you know, so I, you know, ex expected the worst. And then when I walked in, and I raised the head up of my little girl, and she was gray, and her eyes had already hazed over, my first thought was she's dead. I picked her lifeless body up. I didn't have time to wait on an ambulance. I had to get her out of there. Carried her out. We took her to the hospital within, within minutes of getting there. They had her on an incubator. A few minutes later, they, they come out and was trying to figure out what had happened to her. They told me her pupils were blown. I didn't know what that meant at the time. Uh, anyway, so she was unresponsive. It was on Wednesday night. She was unresponsive, unconscious. All night Wednesday night, all day Thursday, all night Thursday night. Friday morning, you know, they're already thinking, you know, this, this is just how it's going to be. She's suffered extensive brain damage or whatever. Friday morning they called and uh, said she was awake. And then she's asking for her daddy. And with all the, the COVID stuff, I couldn't go. So uh, 
Bishop, we, we pressed in on him to let us go pray for her. It, and it, it got worse every day that she was alive, but they had to sedate her, they had to paralyze her. They just, every day it was, it was just worse and worse. They allowed us one time, because of all the COVID stuff, to go in and actually pray with her. And they let us stay, what, an hour and a half? And she was so swollen, but she, we could tell by looking at her from the time we got there, from the time we left, the swelling had, had already went down some. So she's still on the vent. Uh, 13 days in, they, they called me and said, okay, time's up. We've got to make a decision because she's going to need ventilator support for another month at least. And we need your permission to put a trach in her and a feeding tube in her stomach. I struggled with that really hard because I knew that Kaylee would absolutely be opposed to that. And uh, so I talked to my other daughter about it. The next morning I, I called and told them, it's like, okay, because they said day 14, that's it, we're out of time. They said they'd already consulted surgery, but the doctor had just walked out and said that her numbers was up a little bit and that they wanted to give her as much time as they possibly could. So they, they let it go a little longer. Two days later was Friday. This is day 16 on the vent. This was the doctor's exact words. We're out of time. We ain't got no more time. So we're going to, we're going to. She breathed on she her own. She breathed on her own. And after 31, and after 31 days, days in the hospital. In the hospital. And most of that, most in, of that ICU, in ICU. She's sitting right she's there. Sitting right Stand there. up. Stand up. Bank see you. She, uh, she, uh, the only thing, the only thing that she, she that lost a lot of weight, of course, weight, of course, but, but up until today, up until today, she still she cannot, still see, cannot out see out of her eye. But today, that's going to change. That's going to change. Because in the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus, I command, I life, command life and sight, and sight back into that back eye. Into that eye. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That's the God, that's we, the serve. God we serve. I said, that's the, I said, God, that's we the serve. God we serve. Amen. He still Amen. does, he miracles, still does today. miracles today. Amen, amen. And they went about, they that's, went the about. that's the sound. The Lord said to the me, Lord said to me just, said, just, just release just a sound. Release the sound. And so I wanted and to, so test, I wanted to share, these share these testimonies today of what today, God is what doing, God is doing in, this, in, this in this season. Because there is, because there is a, I believe, I believe that we will see that there is a shift that is that has already that taken place, place and, and, is, taking and place. is taking place. Amen. Amen. And there is a release of the gifts of the Spirit in this hour. In this hour. The church, the has, church been has been weak and stifled because we have been embarrassed by the thing that gave us power. Amen. Amen. I'll amen myself. I'll amen myself. Amen. Amen. 
And I give that as a blanket because the church as a whole has. Amen. I know there's folks that are still not ashamed of it. But I'm telling you today that the gifts of the power of God is real. And the church has never been a place where we we just see natural things take place. The church is the place that we come to see supernatural things take place. Amen. And there is a release of the gifts of the Spirit. Amen. Amen. That's what took That's place, what took on, the place on the day of Pentecost. From that day From forward, that day they began to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. Of the Spirit. Jesus never Jesus did never one miracle, did one by, miracle his, by his because he was, because the, son he was the son of God. Every single Every miracle he ever did, he ever did was because, was because of, the of the power of the Holy Spirit, Spirit in him. In him. Amen. Amen. He, 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 he revealed and he showed and he forth showed the gifts of the Spirit, the Spirit in his life. Amen. That, that, amen. that, he that, that people could see, people could the, see power the power of God, God in his life. And so there's and nine, so there's spiritual, nine gifts. spiritual gifts. Three of them, Three do, of them something. do something. Three of them Three reveal, of them reveal something. something. And and you have tongues, you have tongues interpretation, interpretation of tongues, which equals which prophecy. Equals prophecy. You have the power of gifts, power which, is gifts the gift which is the faith, gift of faith, the working of, the miracles, working of miracles, and the gifts, and of, the healings. gifts of healings. It's plural. It's plural. Gifts, gifts of, healings. of healings. And then you have, then some, you have three some gifts three that reveal gifts something. something. The revelation, the revelation gifts, gifts, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, and the discerning of spirits. And all of these and all gifts... Of these gifts that the Holy that Spirit, the Holy Spirit brought, brought and gave to the church on the day of Pentecost. So that, so we, can that we can accomplish what he has sent us, us in the earth to do. Amen. Amen. And we need and these we gifts, need to, these be gifts to be activated, activated in the church today. These signs, these signs shall, follow, shall them follow them that believe. That believe. And in my name, and in my they name, shall they shall cast out devils. devils. They will they speak with new tongues. tongues. They will lay hands, they will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. They shall drink any deadly thing and it shall not harm them. Amen. Amen. These signs, These signs shall follow, shall them, follow that them that believe. And so and the so Lord wants the us Lord to, wants share, us the to share the gifts of the, spirit. of the Spirit. And the gifts of the, the, spirit, gifts of the edify spirit edify the body of, the body of Christ. It lifts, it lifts us up. Amen. Amen. And so, and those so who receive the Holy Spirit in a fresh wind, wind of heaven, of heaven can, can, be able can be able to see the gifts of the Spirit flowing through their, their life and operating in their life. And we desperately, and we desperately need, that need that today. It's not nothing, it's not of, the nothing of the natural. It's not nothing of your own intellect or your own mind. But it's of the, but spirit. It's of the spirit. Amen. Amen. It's the working, it's of, the the working of the Holy Spirit. And he wants and the he gifts wants of the, the Spirit, to, the be spirit to be an operation today. today. Amen? Amen? The word of knowledge. The word of the knowledge. Word of the word of wisdom. The prophetic. The prophetic. God wants it. God wants it to be, to be relevant, in, relevant our lives, in our lives and in, 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 the, in, in, in the church. But some folks but have, some never, folks even have never even seen it. We've been called We've Pentecostal, been called Pentecostal but, we haven't, but we haven't been Pentecostal. Been Pentecostal. Amen. Amen. Brother Greg, Brother how, Greg you doing? how you doing? Brother Greg, Brother Parker. Greg, Parker. you reckon your mama's, you reckon your watching, mama's today? watching today? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Won't you stand, yeah. Won't you stand up, there? up there? Amen. Won't you come on up here? Won't you come on up here? Amen. Amen. 
Praise God. Brother Greg, Brother Greg, going through the going program, through the program got elevated, got elevated, blessed of the blessed Lord, of the been Lord, through some, been things, through some right? things, right? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Now, now, Brother Greg, Brother Greg, I know some I know things some naturally, things naturally because, because you shared them with, shared me. with me. I know that you I know are that you a Pentecostal, are a Pentecostal preacher's son, son. Yeah, yeah, amen, amen, yeah, yeah, amen, 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 Amen. But this Amen. is what this is what I know by the natural. This is what I know by the spirit. spirit. Amen. Those things, those even things, though it wasn't even though it wasn't excuse, those things, those things pushed you away from, you away from God. And you run from you run from God. And even though you even though you experienced him as a young man in your own life, you 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 the pressure and the pressure and the things that you seen was that was what that held you and held you pushed you away. But this is what I want to say to you today by the Spirit. Same anointing that was upon your father has been laying dormant. And the mantle has been dormant. But the Lord says, the Lord today, says today that that mantle, that that is, mantle available is available to you. Amen. 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 But it's not but the it's same not anointing. The same anointing. This, this is what the Lord says. What the Lord says. Just, like David, Just like David and Solomon. And Solomon. You will not you will be, not like, your be like your daddy. You will not do you the things do that your daddy did, but it will be the same anointing. Your daddy was, your the, daddy David, was the David, but you're the Solomon. But you're the Solomon. Amen. Amen. And you're going to do you're going to do the anointing the Lord is the Lord is upon you and you're going to see you're going to see significant just like Elijah Elijah and Elisha Elijah Elijah came and tore down strongholds tore down things that was your daddy was your daddy but Elijah came in the spirit of restoration Amen and it's going to come upon you and you're going to see great and mighty great and mighty things Amen you're going to see it 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 Amen you're going to see it you're going to see it Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. I love you, man. Grace God. Grace God. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. How you doing? How you doing today? I done forgot your name. I done forgot your name. Yeah. Yeah. You. You. Trish, Trish. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. How come I see? How come I see? I see you I like see, children. You like children. I see you with children. I see you with children. Huh? Huh? How come? How come? You're a what? You're a what? You're a teacher. You're a teacher. Well, that's the reason. Well, that's the reason. <laughs> that's the reason. That's the reason I see, I see you with children. Amen. Amen. That's the mantle. That's the that mantle that God has placed, placed upon your, your life. The enemy tried the enemy to pull tried it out. To pull it and out. Has even and told you it'll, told never, you it'll happen. never happen. But the spirit of the Lord says, the Lord says that this today, is a new this day. This is a new day. You follow after, you follow him, after with him with your whole heart, and you will see you the fullness of God upon your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. God is faithful. God is faithful. I said God is I said faithful. God is faithful. He isn't going to run out of miracles, any miracles anytime soon. Anytime soon. <laughs> Amen. Amen. 
He's not going to run out of miracles anytime soon. Anytime soon. His power, His is, power still is still real. And the thing, and the and thing, I'm, I'm about and I'm, done. I'm about Melissa, done. Melissa, folks, folks, team, team, that this generation, this generation is hungry is for the hungry power, for of, the power of the Holy Spirit, but they, Spirit but they don't know it. When Moses, when Moses was anointed, was to, anointed do thing, to do a thing, but didn't know what he was anointed to do, he went out and, he killed, went out and killed an Egyptian. Are you with me? Are you with me? Because he had because a militant, he had a militant spirit, spirit in him, and he didn't know what to do with that militant spirit. spirit. And so, and so in, that, in, that time, in that time, because that militant spirit was on him, he goes and he does a thing that he wasn't that he called to do, but he didn't know what he was called to do. He just knew he had this militant spirit. So he goes and kills an Egyptian. Egyptian. But the anointing that was upon his life was not to kill an Egyptian. The anointing on his life was to look in the face of Pharaoh and say, you're going to let God's people go. Amen. Amen. And there's a whole generation in the kingdom of God today that's confused about what is going on in their lives because they don't know the anointing that is their lives. They know they may have a spirit, they have whatever it is, but they don't know what to do with it. But the power of the Holy Spirit will give you wisdom, give you direction, will let you know what you're to do. And when you're to do it, glory to God. So I want to tell you today that you haven't received this Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit. You need the gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. You need the gift. You need the gift. You say, well, Pastor, I'm from a Baptist background. I'm from a Methodist background. I'm from a Presbyterian background. He didn't say, he didn't say if, you are if you are spirit-filled, spirit-filled Methodist, Methodist, then receive, then the, receive Holy the Holy Spirit. He never even, he had, never denomination even had denomination in mind. In mind. He said, this, he is, said, to this you is to and you and your children, and them that are far off, even as the Lord our God, God shall call. Amen? Amen? And so that qualifies, and so that qualifies you. Amen? Amen? The Holy Spirit is in us today, it is in us today, it is for us today, and, and whenever, and, and whenever and I'm, I'm almost done, done. Just play me a little just music or something, that'll help, that'll help. But whenever, but whenever Jesus, Jesus brought the disciples, brought the disciples together, together, he didn't, he didn't tell, them, tell them, if you feel a little feel weak, a little or, weak you think or you think you need it, receive the Holy receive Spirit. The Holy Spirit. But it was in the, form, it was in of the form of a command. Receive, Receive ye, ye the, Holy the Holy Ghost. Why? Why? Because he because knew, they, he would knew they would need it. He knew, he they, would knew they would need it. It's not an option. It's not an option. This is what I this thought, is about, what I thought this about this week. If they, if needed, they needed it that desperately, desperately thin, thin how much, how much do we need, do it, we today? need it today? How much do, how we, much need do we need it today? There's only one, there's baptism, only one baptism, but there's many, but there's many refillings. And you may have received, you may have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, of the Holy Spirit before, Spirit before, but you just get, you just get dry and parched. Have you ever done that? Have you ever done that? It seems it to... Seems to 
dry up, dry up, dry and dry and parched in your life. And then you come to the well. There's a reemergence. There's a refilling. There's a fresh flow. And Holy Spirit flows out of your life. You never received never the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit. Today, you can today. You can receive the Holy Spirit. You can receive that gift. If you are here today, you today and you have the Holy Spirit, you just need a refilling, a refreshing, a reviving of the Holy Spirit. He's available. He's available.